Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Byron. Mesecha Susaita has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noyach Stengel Le'iloi Nishmas, Faivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib and Yehuda Zev ben Faivel Yosef. Soita Daf Tes. The Bryce beginning on Chesom Medbeis goes through step by step and shows us how every detail in the process of the Soita is Midah Kenegin Midah. The last point that the Bryce mentions on Testament Aleph is he also beseser Yosef beseser Elyon Samba Panim Shenemar Vein Noyef Shamra Neshef Limor Loisa Shirenu Onyin, which means the Noyef comes when it's dark and he's saying that no one is going to see me. And the Pasuk concludes Viseser Panim Yosim. That's the Pasuk in Eoi. Rashi explains that the Loshin Samba Panim means Akalash Baruch Hu's Poinim Ikola Sokai. He sets aside all other inyanim and he focuses just on repaying her for her Avera. According to this, the Pashas of the Gemara is saying that she did something besaysa and therefore the Yoshi besaysa Oyoin focuses on punishing her. However, the Mashova here, he gives a different explanation. He quotes a Medrash Yalkut. We have this in the Yalkut Shemayin, Iyayif Perich of Dalid, Ois Tov Tov Kuftes. And the Medrash explains that the Loshan Samba Panim when the Gemara says Yoshev Viseser Oyin Samba Panim, and it's based on that pasuk in Iyoiv Viseser Panim Yosim, it means that Kadosh Baruch Hu makes the Panim the face of the Ubar, the child that will be born from this illicit relationship. That face will be similar to the face of the Noyev, and this way will be Nisparsim will be publicized their Avera to everyone. According to this, the Gemara has a whole different meaning. The Gemara says that they're doing an Avera Viseser; they're trying to hide their actions. As the Lashon of the Medrash says, hey, They're hoping that she does not become pregnant from this Bia, They just want to fulfill their desires. They don't realize that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to publicize this action. That means that Kaddish Baruch Hu is Tzarlov Lad B'Panim Doimim L'Nayif. Kaddish Baruch Hu forms the face of this child similar to the face of the naif. This way, the, their meisim will be publicized. We find a similar concept. The Gemara in Bechorus Daf Memvov Omid Beis quotes a pasuk in Yeshaya Hakaras Pneim Onsabam, and Rashi of the Bechorus explains Hakaras Pnei Havlodis Onsabinoyafim. Shakaddish Baruch Hu Tzaris Hamamzer B'Tzuras Pnei Hanoyif. By making the face of the mamzerim similar to that of the naif. That's how Kaddish Baruch Hu reveals the Maisim of the Noyef and the Noyefes. Now there's an interesting Ha'ara in the Sefer Ha'aris from Rabbi Yashiv on Masechah Saita. He quotes this Masha in the Medrash, and he says that there's a Tshuvas Maharsham in Chelek Gimel Simen Kuf Samach Aleph about a Maisim that happened that there was a husband and a wife who were married for many years without any children. They were known to be Yerei Shemaim. However, what happened was that at one point a relative of the woman came to visit them and this relative stayed in their house for a little while, and soon after it was realized that she became pregnant, and when she had a child, the face of the child was very similar to that of the relative who had stayed with them. And the shaila was whether we should ask her to her husband, and we should consider this child to be a mamzer. And the Masham quotes, a medrash tanchuma in Pashas Nosoy Ois Zayin, the medrash relates a story, Maisa b'melech ha'arvim, shashol asr b'kiva, ani kushiv ishti kushis, V'yodali ben Lovon hergani shezinso tachdai. The Melech of the Arvim asked Rekiva, I'm dark-skinned, and my wife is dark-skinned, and my wife gave birth to a child who's white, 
should I kill my wife for being mezana tachtai? And Rabbi Kiva answered him back, are the tzurois beischos shchirois oilavonois? The paintings or the sculptures that are displayed in your house, what color are they? Are they white or dark? The Melech answered that they're white. And to that Rabbi Kiva said, if so, that's the pshat. Your wife was gazing at these white images and that's why she gave birth to a child which has white skin. Rabbi Kiva then quoted to him the story of Yaakov and Lovon with the Tain. And eventually it says the Melech Arvim was Mishabeach Rabbi Kiva and Moideh. He thanked him very much and he praised him for his wisdom. Akaparan Masham says, based on this Medrash, we could also say the story about the husband and wife who didn't have children, and then they had a guest, and then a child was born that looked similar to the guest. The Masham said that the Pshat is, the wife gave birth to a child that looks like that guest, since he was there at the time and she was thinking about him, that's what gave the child the appearance of that specific person. Akaparan Masham Paskins Lamaisa, you cannot ask her a woman to her husband and consider the child a mamzer, based on that which the child's appearance is similar to a suspected naif. Akaparim Rebbe Yashiv says, according to this, that which we explained that Gemara based on the Medrash, that he also saw Beseser, she tried to do things quietly and cover up her Avera, and Akash Baruch is going to be Megal to everyone her Avera. And based on this Medrash, Akash Baruch reveals the Chet by making the child look similar to the naif. So Rebbe Yashiv says that you have to say, according to the Masham, that this does not mean to say that just the fact alone that the child looks like the naif, that would be enough to prove halachically that she actually was mezane. This is not enough for halachic basis. However, it means to say that since there already was a suspicion over here, and now furthermore everyone sees that the child looks like the naif, the word will get out, the rumors will spread, and eventually we'll find out, Beteris Vadai, that she actually was mezane. That's an interesting psak from the Masham, and contemporary Paiskim deal with a different Shaila about DNA testing. Can we rely on DNA testing to prove that a child is a mamzer and to ask her a woman from her husband? We'll go take a look in the Sefer Nishmas Avram from Dr. Avram Abraham and Evan Ezer Simon Daud. He quotes many Paiskim on this Indian. Now we'll continue on. The Gemara brings a member from Rabchinino Bar Papa, Eina Kadosh Baruchu Nifram in Umo Adshas Shilucho. Rashi says Shashilucha means Ibuda min Oilam. Kajbrahu does not punish a nation until he's ready to totally destroy them. Natikmar asked from Rava, Rava said, Shlisha Khisi Sa Muris Bimitraim Lomo, Achas Shashasa Bime Moisha, Vachas Shashas Bime Pari Nakhoi, Vachas Shasidalishtois Imchavriseo. Natikmar continues and says, Vikhitim Mahanach Ozdu, Vahani Achrini Ninu, meaning the Mitzrayim that are in Mitzrayim right now are not the original Mitzrayim. Nedekmar brings a brayser from the story of Menim and Gera Mitzri. We see that they are still the same Mitzrim. Now there's a similar Gemara in Yevambas Daf Ayin Vav Amidalif. The Gemara is talking about Shlomo HaMelech that he married Bas Pari Melech Mitzrayim. The Gemara says even if he was Megayah her, still how's it that he was allowed to marry her? She's a Mitzis Rishena, she's a first generation Mitzris who was also to marry into Kla Yisrael. The Gemara then continues, which is similar to our Gemara, Maybe those mitzvahs are not the mitzvahs that are still in Mitzrayim today. And that more brings the, the b'raisa of Menim and Gera Mitzri, the same b'raisa that we have in our Gemara. The Rashi over there explains, and the Gemara says, Ahavmin of Chitay Mahanach Azli La'alma, Rashi says, Hanach Azli La'alma Mesu Vitovu Bimei Paray. Maybe all the mitzvahs drowned in the days of Paray. Rashi continues and he says, Vichy Azar Rachmana Me'erev Rav. 
If so, what was the Torah telling us that it's also to marry a Mitzri if all the Mitzri were gone already? So Rashi explains the Torah is warning us from the Erev Rav, the Mitzri who came out of Mitzrayim together with Klai Yisrael. But in the Chalami, there were no Mitzrayim left in Mitzrayim, and that which there are inhabitants in Mitzrayim right now, they're from a different nation. And that the Gemara proves from Menimen Gera Mitzri, he came from Mitzrayim and he was still considered a Mitzri, he was also to Klai Yisrael. Akopam, we see from Rashi when the Gemara says, V'chitei Mohanach Azli, Gemara means to say that maybe all of them were gone already from the days of Moshe Rabbeinu when they all drowned in the Yamsuf. However, the Rajba and the Taisus of Rosh over there in Yavomus, they ask on Rashi that not all of the Mitzrim drowned by the Yamsuf. It was only the Anshay Melchoma, the warriors that ran after Klai Yisrael, they're the ones who drowned. But there were plenty of people left in Mitzrayim. How could Rashi suggest that all of the Mitzrim drowned by Kriyas Yamsuf? And Taisus as well over there in Yavomus, I involve him in Beis, he learns not like Rashi, he says, when the Gemara says, Gemara means to say that maybe all of the original inhabitants of Mitzrayim, they migrated to a different land, and the ones who are living in Mitzrayim right now are a different Ummah. Taisus is mashma, not like Rashi, not that they died by the Yamsuf. Now in the Bira, Groen, Evan, Ezra, Simon, Dawit, Sifkot, and Yudches, he discusses Arsugyo, he quotes the Rashi, and when the Gemara says, it means by Kriyas Yamsuf, and he says that even though the Rishonim asked on Rashi that there were pl- plenty of other people left, he quotes a Medrash which says that at the time the Mitzvim were being punished for running after Klai Yisrael, they were being loku bayom, kach loku at the same time they were also being punished the rest of the Mitzvim, the ones who were left in Mitzrayim. And the Gain suggests that's maybe what Rashi means to say in the Havmin of the Gemara, the Chitei Mahanach Azlu, that maybe at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf all of the Mitzvim were punished, the ones in Mitzrayim as well, and there were none left from the original Mitzrim, which the Torah gave in Isaron. And on this, the Gemara proves from Menim and HaMitzri, this was not the case. Rather, there are from the original Mitzrim still left in Mitzrayim. Now the Gemara then brings a different shah in the Gemara, the Chitei Mahanach Azlu, that it's referring to the times of Sancheriv, when he was Mevalbo, the whole world. He moved everyone around. That's the Gemara means to say that maybe at that moment, all of the original Mitzrim were exiled from Mitzrayim. Now the Rishash over there in Yavamis, he says, the Goyen L'Chir is very difficult to understand. If this is what the Gemara means, then how do we answer the Kasha? The Gemara, the Gemara was talking about Shleim HaMelech, how was it mutter from Tamari Bas Pari Melech Mitzrayim? Shleim HaMelech was much before the times of Sancheirif, so how would that answer the Kasha in the Gemara? Now furthermore, the Rishash over there says, that from Ersig also in Saita is, is Muchach, the way Rashi explains over there in Yavamis, and when the Gemara says, V'chitei Mahanach Azli, we're referring to the, to the times of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. The Rishash means to say, because in Erzig, the Gemara asked the Kasha, how can we say, E'en HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Nifram in Uma Atshas Shilucho, we see by Mitzrayim that was not the case, and that the Gemara wanted to answer, V'chitei Mahanach Azdu, V'hani Yachrini Ninu, in order to answer the Kasha, we would have to say, that all of the original Mitzrayim were killed out, during the times of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, because the Gemara had asked the Kasha from Rava, who said the Shleisha Kaisis were three different time periods when Mitzrayim was punished, Bimei Moshe, Bimei Pari, and Laosir Lovoy. In order to answer the Kasha on Chinlo Bar Papa, who said, Eina Kash Baruch Nifram in Uma Shas Shilucho, we would have to say that during the times of Kriyas Yamsuf already all of the Mitzrayim were killed out. Otherwise, the Kasha on Chinlo Bar Papa still remains. We see that Kash Baruch punished them even though he didn't totally wipe them out. Therefore, the Rishash says, Ersiga also is Muchach, like that which Rashi says in Yevomus, the Gemara was trying to answer Hanach Azli Hanach Ninu. The Gemara meant to say that maybe all of them were actually killed out during the days of Kriyas Yamsuf.
Now, as far as this last kasha, there is another way to answer this. In the Sefer in Yaakov, in the Pirish called Iyun Yaakov, he says that Lachar, that which the Gemara was bothered, that we see not like Chinnabar Papa, and the Kalash Baruch Hu did not totally kill out Mitzrayim during the days of Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, Why did the Gemara have to bring the, the memory of Rava from Shlisha Kaisa Samuris from Mitzrayim? You see from Yitzhak Mitzrayim itself, there were ten Makais, and even at that time, Kalash Baruch Hu did not totally destroy them. They were still able to run after Kaisa by the Yam. They received more Makais then. And even then they weren't totally destroyed. This is what he assumes as the Dover Pasha. They weren't all killed out by the Yamsuf. So again, the Kasha could be from that itself. Why isn't that a Kasha on Chinna Bar Papa? And he says that from there there's no Raya, because the whole cloud of Chinna Bar Papa, in a Kosh Baruchu Nifram in Uma Shas Shilucha, we could suggest that that cloud only began at the time of Matan Torah. Once a Kosh Baruchu wanted to give to the Torah, the Umais, the other Umais, the refused it, and only Klaisol accepted it. At that time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu dealt with the other Umais in, with a different relationship. From that point on, that's where we started to say this rule, that in HaKadosh Baruch Hu nifam in Umah, and therefore you would not be able to bring a Raya from the Nisim that happened in Mitzrayim, that was before Matan Torah. The whole Kasha of the Gemara was, from that which Rav said, Shlisha Kaisai Samuris bin Mitzrayim, even after the second Kais, which was during the days of Nebuchadnezzar, Rav still said that all of them were not yet destroyed, lost the love, there'll be a third Kais, on that, the Gemara asked, that is a stira to that which Chinnah Bar Papa said, So this would answer that which the Rishash wanted to prove from Er Sugya, that when the Gemara says, it means like Rashi says in Yevomus, that all of the Mitzrayim died by the Yamsuf, according to this explanation of the Iyan Yaakov, we don't have to say that, as is not Muchach like that. However, the first Kasha does remain to answer the Gemara in Yevomus, about why is it that Shleim HaMelech was able to take the Bas Paroi, for that you would have to say that Vechitei Mahanach Azli is not referring to the days of Sancheriv, which was after the time of Shleimah HaMelech. I'll just leave off with one more kasha on this point. The Rechlaner asks on the Rashi in Yivomus that Vechitei Mahanach Azli means during the days of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. He says, there's a Mephurish Apostle now like this, in Parshat Shalach, after the Chait of the Meraglim, and Kodesh Baruch tells Moshe that he wants to destroy Klai Yisrael, and Moshe says back to Hashem, V'shomu Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim are going to hear about this, how Klaisol were killed out in the Midbar, and they're going to say that the Kosh Baruch was not able to bring them into Eretz Yisrael, that's why he killed them out in the Midbar. The Pasuk is Mefurish that there were still Mitzrayim who were left. It's clear from the Pasuk that we're talking about the same Mitzrayim. The Lashon of the Pasuk is, V'shamu Mitzrayim ki ha'leisa b'koychach esa'om azem ikirboy The Mitzrayim who HaKosh Baruch took Klaisol out from amongst them, they're going to be the ones to say, he built the Yechidah Hashem Lahavi Sa'amazah Ela Oretz. HaKadosh Baruch killed him out because he was not able to bring them into Eretz Yisrael. It's clear from the Pasuk that this, there were still Mitzrim left from the original Mitzrim. This would seem to be a strong Kasha on the Rashi in Yivamis. How could Gemara have such a half minute to say that all of the Mitzrim were killed out? Now we'll continue on. There's an important Machlekes Rishonim, which is Negei Ala about the din of a Mitzri or a Mini and Mayavi Bizman Hazeh. Do these Yisurim still apply? Taisus over here in Dibra Maschal Manim and Gera Mitzri has an arichus about this. Taisus discusses it as well in Yevamus Ayn Vav and Megil Dafyad Beis. And the Rishonim in Yevamus over there, the Ramban, the Rajba, the Marich about this as well. The Pashat of Asugu would be Mashma that a Mitzri is also even Bizman Hazeh. From the story of Manimin, the Gera Mitzri, the Mashmais of the Brais is the only way it would be Mutter for his descendants to marry into Klai Yisrael is if there are Mitzri Shlishis. As Benimin said, I'll marry a mitzvah's Rishayno. 
and their children will marry a mitzvah shnia, and their children will eventually be mutter to marry into Klai Yisrael. However, Rashi over here quotes the Tesefta in Kedushin. The Tesefta adds that Rabbi Kiva said back to Menimin that you're making a mistake, and even you yourself are mutter to marry into Klai Yisrael, because Sanchev already came and was mevalbel, all of the Umais, and the ones who live in Mitzrayim today are not necessarily the original Mitzrayim. Rashi quotes the Gemara and Brochus Chavches as well. The Gemara there is talking about the day when they removed the Gamliel from the Nesiyas and they made her blazer Ben Azariah the Nasi. The Gemara says it was Nisrabu Safsalim. The Beis Medrash was greatly enlarged. There was no Halacha Kshayla which went without a Maskano. And the Gemara says even the Gamliel himself, even though he had been removed from his position, still he came to discuss the Shailas in the base Medrash. And it says, That day, Yehuda Ger Amini came in front of them in the base Medrash, and he asked, Am I mutter to marry into Klai Yisrael? And Gamliel over there answered him that he's Osir, and Yabeshua answered that he's Mutter. Yabeshua said to him, Gamliel, the ones living in Amin and Mayav today are not the original Amainim and Mayavim, and therefore the Mutter Lavai Bekahal. This is the Maskan of the Gemara. And this fits with the Tesefta that Rashi quoted that, that Mitzvah is Manazar Mutter, not like Manimin, rather like Rabbi said to Manimin that you're making a mistake. Now, if so, how do we understand Ersugya? The whole reason the Gemara brought this brace of Manimin was to prove that the Mitzvah living in Mitzrayim today are still the same Mitzvah. That was the Gemara's Kasha on Rabchinno Bar Papa. Who said, and the Gemara only brought the first half of the Braisa. If in the safe of the Braisa, Rabbi Kiva told Menimin that he made a mistake, then the Gemara does not have a right from here. If anything, it's the opposite. The Mitzvim and Mitzrayim are not the same as the original Mitzrim. So Taisa is over here, after he brings the Shita of Rashi and he quotes the Gemara in Brachas, he explains that according to Rashi, the Gemara means to say that the whole Machlaik is between Menimin and Rabbi Kiva, whether he's Mutter Lavi Bikahal or not. Is a question about whether Sancheriv was Mavalba the Mitzrim, but everyone's masking that the Mitzrim was still alive. That was the Gemara's Kasha on Chinna Bar Papa. How could he say that when the Mitzrim were punished, they were totally destroyed? You see from here, from this Braisa, that there definitely are Mitzrim around from the original Mitzrim. The question just is, where are they living? However, since they are around still, that would be a Kasha on Chinna Bar Papa. This is how you understand the Sugya according to the Shita of Rashi. However, Taisov here quotes Bashem Rabbeinu Tam. He argues on Rashi. And the Benetam quotes the Gemara in Megillah, Daf Yud Beis, Amud Beis. The Gemara there mentions, as far as the Pasuk in Megillah's Esther, the Gemara says, Man Chachamim, who are these Chachamim that Achashverosh consulted with when he wanted to decide how to punish Vashti? The last of the Pasuk is, Chachamim Yedea Itim. The Gemara explains, this is referring to the Talmidah Chachamim in Klai Yisrael, where Yedea Itim, meaning to say they know how to be Ma'aber the Shonim, and how to be Kaveh the Reish that's why they're called Yudea Itim. And, and he told them to dan for him, how should we punish Vashti? And the Gemara of the relays that the Chacham said to themselves, what should we tell? We don't know how to answer Achashverosh. If we're going to tell Achashverosh to kill her, so tomorrow the next day Achashverosh will wake up, he'll once again be sober and he'll regret his actions, and then he'll punish us. If we tell Achashverosh not to punish her, then Achashverosh could claim that we're being mezazel in his Malchus, we're taking lightly that which she was married by Malchus, and therefore the Talmud Chacham decided to evade the question, and they told HaChashverosh, 
once we've gone into Golos, we're no longer able to dandine nefoshes, zil lagabi aminu moyov, you should go to the chacham of aminu moyov, diyasvi biduchtayu kechamra diyosev aldurdayo, the chacham of aminu moyov, they never went into Golos, they're like wine who have been sitting on the shmarim, on the, sed- on the sediment, go ask them, Yoshayah, they'll be able to pass him for you the dine nefoshes. And the Gemara quotes a pasuk, Sha'anon moyov minu urov, Moyov sits peacefully in its homeland, and if they told Achashverosh to go ask the Chachamim of Moyov. And Taisis asks Akasha, Taisis and Megillah over there as well ask, that on one hand we find the Gemara in Brachas Taf Chavches says that Yehudi Ogera Amini was muttered to marry into Klai Yisrael because Sancheriv was mevalbal, Amin and Moyov, the Israel no longer remains. And on the other hand, we see the Gemara Megillah says that Moyev has been sitting in their homeland all along. And Rebbeinu Town concludes, he says, that even though we find Sancheriv was mevalbal kolo ilom, but it's not mamish kolo ilom, there are certain exceptions. Mitzrayim and Moyev are exceptions. He quotes also from the Seder Eilom like this. And Rebbeinu Town says, we have to be gayus in the Gemara and Brachis, not both Amin and Moyev, rather only Amin. That's what the Gemara said, that Sancheriv was mevalbal Amin, and that's why Yehuda Garamini was mutter, but Moyev, they never left their homeland, like the Gemara Megillah says, they're Yasfi HaDochtayu. And Rebbeinu Tam says, even though Ergirs and the Gemara Megillah is that Amin and Moyev were Yasfi HaDochtayu, but you have to be Gairis only Moyev, because Amin was actually Nisbalbal by Sancheirev. Al-Kapam, this is the sheet of Rebbeinu Tam, that both the Mitzrim and the Mayavim, this header that Sancheirev was Mavalbal Kolo Ilom, does not apply to them. Now, Toysus and Yavamis, Ayin Vovam and Beis, Dibramaschum and Nimin, he brings the sheet of the Bahag. The Bahag held similar to Rabbeinu Tam that the heter of Sancheriv, Bilbal Kala Ilam, does not apply to the Mitzrim, and therefore the mice of the Mitzrim are still Osir. And the Bahag quotes a, a Tesefta in Mesechas Yadaim. The Tesefta over there also brings the story about Yehuda Ger Amini, how originally Ergomil answered him and Yerbishur was Matir, and the end Ergomil was Maideh. And the Tesefta over there continues, Ergomil said, If so, what about a Ger Mitzri? He should also have that same heter. And the answer in Gamliel, that the Mitzrim are different. Mitzrayim noson lehem kitzvah, as the Pasuk says in Yecheskel, Miketz arboim shonu akabit es Mitzrayim min hagoyim, ashen afutsu sham. There was a haftacha that even though the Mitzrim would also be dispersed, they're going to come back to the land after 40 years. And therefore, even though the mice of the Mitzrim were sent into the Golos, they did come back to the land after 40 years, and therefore the Mitzrim did continue to live in their homeland, and that's why they're still Osir. As opposed to Amin, even though there also there's a pasuk that says that Kodesh Baruch will be Meshiv Shevus Bnei Amin, the exiled Amin will also be returned to their land. But like Nosan Lehem Kitzvah, they weren't given a set amount of years that they'll be in Golos, and therefore they still never return to their land. This is the maskan of the Tosefta that there's a difference between the Mitzrim and the Amin. The Amin never returned to their land, and the Mitzrim did. That's why the Mitzrim are still also as opposed to the Amin. This is the sheet of the Bahag, which is similar to Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam holds that both the Mitzrim and the Mayavim, they are still also, they don't have the heter, that Sancheriv was Maval Kol Ha'ilam. Now, as we mentioned, the Rishonim, the Rashman, the Ramban, and the they also discuss at length this Shailah. And the Rishonim says, since there's a Machlaikis between the two Teseftas, the Teseftan Kedushim, which Rashi brings, is Mavur, that the Mitzrim, the Amunim, and the Mayavim, they all have this heter, that Sancheriv was Maval Kol Ha'ilam. As opposed to the Tosefta and the Yadayim, which is Mavur, that the Mitzrim do not have this heter. And the Rishayim say, since it's a Machlegis between the two Tosefta's, 
since the Pashas of the Gemara in Saita and the Gemara in Yevomis, which quotes Maniman Gera Mitzri, who understood that he's Osir Lovi Bikahal, and the Gemara does not quote that which the Tesefta said in Kedushin, that Rabbi Kiva told him that he's making a mistake, the Gemara doesn't mention anything about a mistake, the Pashas is that he was correct, and a Mitzri is actually Osir, and therefore this is how the, the Rishayin and Paskin, like the Sheet of the Bahag and the Sheet of Rabbeinu Tam, that a Mitzri Bizmanazeh is still Osir, there is no Heter that Sancheyev was Meval Bokolo the Rosh as well, in the 8th parak of Yevomis, and Simon Dawud, he passes like this Bahag, that a mitzvah is still Osir B'zman Hazeh. The Ramam, on the other hand, in Hilchus Sui Bio, Perik Yud Beis, Halocha Chofhei, he passes that even a mitzvah is Mutter B'zman Hazeh. The Ramam says, Kisha'olah Sancheiv Melech Ashur, Bilbul Kolo Umois, Ve'irvim Zebezeh, Ve'higlo Oisam Mimukaimom, Ve'edlu HaMitzrim, Shaberitz Mitzrayim Ato, the Mitzrim who are living right now in Mitzrayim, Anoshim Achirim Him, they're not the original Mitzrim, they're other people. The Ram says the same as far as the Adoimim and the Mayavim and the Amoinim. All of them, the Isser, the Isser does not apply Bismanazeh, since Sancheiv was ready with Mevabal Kolo Umais, now ready we say called the Parish, Meruba Parish. Now the Allah and the Shulchan Aruch, Nevin Ezer Simin Dalid, Sif Yud, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Ha'idna Nizbabalu Kolo Umais, Nafikach Amoini Umayavi Vadoimi Shenizgeru, Mutarim Lavi Bikahal Miyad, they call the parish Meruba Parish, Vanu Toilem Shuhume Roif Umois, Shahim Mutar Miyad. Once already all the nations were in his Babel, now if a guy who is Megayer comes to marry a Yid, we could assume that he's not from one of these nations which are Osir Lovi Bikahal. And then the Shochanar continues and he says, What about a Mitzri? He says, Laharambam Huadin La Mitzri, Ulaharosh Mitzri Be Isser Aimid. The Shochanar brings both Shitais and he's not Machriya Lamaisa Lahalacha. Now in this Shiloh, whether we assume that Mitzrayim was in this Babel during the days of Sancheriv, could be totally another important Shaila. The Agoy Sashri on that Rosh in Yevamis, which we mentioned, he asks, after he brings that Mitzrayim was not in this Babel, for that reason it's still usher for Mitzri to marry into Kahal of Yisrael, he asks, if this is true, that Mitzrayim was not in this Babel during the days of Sancheriv, then how is it mutter for one to live in Mitzrayim? The Torah answered, there are three Laven in the Torah which say that it's also to go back to Mitzrayim to live there, and the Goy Sashri understands that Bishlama, if it's Nizbalbal, and the Mitzrim who are living in Mitzrayim now are not the same as the original Mitzrim, then we would understand that that love does not apply. However, if we're assuming that Mitzrayim was not Nizbalbal, for that reason the Isser of Lovi Bekahal still applies, then we should still also have the Isser to return to Mitzrayim, and yet we still find that many Yidin lived in Mitzrayim. This is his Kasha, and we find similar to this in the Smag in Lav Reishchav Zayin. He also discusses this point, what is the heter, why does the Isser of going back to Mitzrayim not apply anymore? And he says, V'shem ha'taymo, maybe you'll say the reason is, Mishum she'ola sancheiv u'bilbal kolo o'ilam kuloi. Maybe the reason is because sancheiv was mevabal the world, and he quotes the Tesefet and Kedushim which Rashi brought, that Rabbi Kiva told Menimin HaMitzri that he's mutter because sancheiv was mevabal the world. He says, maybe that will be the heter. However, he says, we find the Tesefet and Yedayim, this is the Tesefet that the Rishayim quoted over there, we see now like this, Tesefta says, Mitzrayim nosen lehem of kitzvah. After 40 years they came back from, from Galos, and the Mitzrayim who are living in Mitzrayim are the same as the original Mitzrayim. If so, that cannot be the heter. And furthermore, he quotes the Gemara in Sukkot, Daphne and Aleph, Ahmed Beis. The Gemara is talking about the city of Alexandria, Shal Mitzrayim. The Gemara talks about the enormous amount of Yidin who lived there. And then the Gemara says, V'kulu katlinu Alexandrus moikton. Alexander the Great killed out the entire city of Alexandria, all of the Yidin who lived there. 
And the Gemara continues, My time, my Yanshu, what did these Yidin do wrong that they were punished? The Gemara says, Mishum da Avri Oid. They were over this love of going back to live in Mitzrayim, for that reason they were all killed out. From here the Smag proves that we cannot say that after the days of Sancheriv, when he was Mavalbo the world, the Isser no longer applies to live in Mitzrayim. We see from that Gemara that even later on, after that point in time, the Isser still applied, for that reason the Yidin were punished for living in Mitzrayim. Akopanam, we see that the Smag understood like the Hagoyi Sashri, that the Isser to return to Mitzrayim is dependent on the people of the Mitzrim who live there. If the Mitzrim who are there are not the same as the original Mitzrim, then that Isser to return to Mitzrayim will also not apply anymore. And one can take a look also in the Redvan Yumadaf Lamedches. He also touches on this point. The Gemara of there is talking about the Nais which happened to the Glossais, the doors, which Nikna brought for the Beis HaMikdash. And the Gemara says that he went to Alexandria, Shal Mitzrayim, he went to Alexandria, and that's where he got these doors, and on the way back, Gemara talks about the nace which happened to these doors. Now the Taisis Hashanim and the Ritva over there, they discussed, how was it that Nikna was allowed to go to Mitzrayim to get these doors? The Taisis Hashanim had it sad to say that maybe that's the reason why he was punished, and his ship was almost drowned by a great storm. However, the Taisis Hashanim says that's not the Pshat, because Lamaise was mutter for him to go to Mitzrayim, it's only usher to go there to live there, but not for Shreira to do business, and the same would apply to buy these doors, that would be mutter for him to do. Now there's Vov there in Yumud Lamedches, he also makes the same point, he says, even though the Pasuk says, still he says, the Sifri says, that it's only also to live there, but for Shreira or Lich Beishas to conquer the land, that would be mutter. And then there's continues, and he says, however, it's still difficult to understand, how is it, that in our days, people go and live in Mitzrayim, and he says, we find many G'dayla Yisrael lived in Mitzrayim, like the Rambam, what was their heter? And he gives a few to roots him. This first shot is, he says, It was already Nisbalbul, and the original cities were already destroyed, and the cities that are there now in Mitzrayim were only inhabited later, at a later point. One could take a look in the Magiyah over there on the Ritva, in Yuma Hizmairach, whether the Ritva means the same as far as that which we saw in Nagoli Sashri, that the Hetu would be since it was Nisbabal during the days of Sancheriv, and the Mitzrim were there, there now are not the same as the original Mitzrim, that itself would be the Heter. In other words, the whole Isser to go back to Mitzrayim is dependent on the inhabitants. If they're the original Mitzrim, then the Isser will apply. If they're different people, then the Isser will not apply. On the other hand, the Magi has a tad to say that maybe the Ritva means a different Svara. He doesn't really mention Sancheriv. It seems that his stress is more on the cities than it is on the inhabitants. The Mashmais is that since the original cities were destroyed, the cities that are there now were only developed later, the male of the Isser would not apply. But Akopanim, according to the sheet of the Rambam, which we discussed, the Rambam on one hand paskins that as far as the Din, the Isser lovey bikahal for a Mitzri, the Rambam paskins like the sheet of Rashi, the Rambam in Hilchus Yisurubiyah Paragid Beis, Aloha Chofei, he says that once Sancheriv was mevalbal the world, he was also mevalbal Mitzrayim, and therefore the Isser of, his, of Chasnos with the Mitzri does not apply anymore. And on the other hand, the Rambam in Hilchus Melochim Perikei he says it's also to go back to Mitzrayim, it's mevur that even after Sancheriv was mevalbal the world, that Isser still does apply. The Rambam enumerates the three laven that one is over if he goes back and lives in Mitzrayim. The Lashon of the Rambam over there is, Mutter Lishkoin Bechol HaOilom, 
A person is allowed to live wherever he wants in the world, chutz Eretz Mitzrayim. The only exception is Eretz Mitzrayim. He's not allowed to live there. And he says, The Torah gave three lavin to live in Mitzrayim. From here we see that the Rambam holds that the Isser to return to Mitzrayim is not dependent on its inhabitants. Because the Rambam himself holds that Mitzrayim was in his Bible during the days of Sancheriv. And yet still the Rambam Paskins that the Isser to go back to Mitzrayim does still apply in all generations. So we have to see a different heter. What is the possible reason why people are makal to live in Mitzrayim? And again, the kashu would be whether you hold that the two dinim are not totally zebezeh, like the sheet of the Rambam, that even though Mitzrayim was in this Bible, that's not a heter. So what lemaisa is the heter for people to live there now? Or if you hold like the other shittas, like the Hagoyi Sashri asked, he understood that had it been this Bible, that would have been a heter. However, he says, since we hold lemaisa that it's not in this Bible, what is the heter? So the Hagoyi Sashri gives a different heter for Bashem the Yureim. And the Smag also, which we mentioned, who asks the Kasha, what's the heter to live in Mitzrayim? He also says, There's no way to be matter to live in Mitzrayim unless we say like the Chiddush of Rebbelezer Mimitz, the Yireim. And that is that he answers that the whole Isra to return to Mitzrayim is only if one returns from Eretz Yisrael to Mitzrayim. It's also to return on that route, as the Lashon of the Pasuk says, one is also to travel in this direction from Eretz Yisrael back to Mitzrayim if, however, someone comes to Mitzrayim from a different country, like in the case of the Ramam, he came to Egypt from Morocco, not from Eretz Yisrael, therefore this Isser will not apply. The Ritvan Yuma as well, which we quoted earlier, who asks the Kasha, what's the heter for people to live in Mitzrayim? He also quotes this Yireim, that's one of his Terutim. And then he says another Terut, he says, V'hanochen Yoyser, that this Isser only applies B'zman Yisrael Shruyim Alad Mosam. Only when Klai Yisrael is living in Eretz Yisrael, if then someone goes to live in Mitzrayim, then he's over this Isser. However, during a time period when Klai Yisrael anyways are in Golos, they're scattered all over the world, this Isser will not apply. All of Chutzlars is equal. And the Ritva says the only Isser would be if someone's already living in Eretz Yisrael and he willingly goes to live in Chutzlars, that's that would be Isser. But if anyways he's not in Eretz Yisrael, then it would be mutter to live in Mitzrayim as well. As far as the Ramam himself, what was his heter to live in Mitzrayim? So again, the Ramam did not hold the heter is because Sancheriv was mevabal the world. The Ramam clearly passed that even with Manazet, there's an Isser to live in Mitzrayim. The Pashas of the Ramam also is that he did not hold of this last terrace of the Ritva. The Ramam doesn't mention that during a time of Golos, there's no Isser. The Ramam is mashed that this Isser will always apply. And the terrace also that the Yireim holds that the Isser is only to return from Eretz Yisrael to Mitzrayim, the Ram does not make any mention of that. And the Radvaz, on that Ram in Hilchas Mulachim Perakei Alochazayin, he says, Akarchach the Ram himself lived there Machmas Oynes, he was the personal physician of the Melech and the Sarim in Mitzrayim, and therefore he had no option to leave. The Radvaz over there adds further, he says, Gamani Nisyashavti Sham Zman Merubo, I also lived there in Mitzrayim for a while, Lil Maitairo Ulalamdo, he says, in my situation where I was there to learn Torah and to teach Torah, and I opened the yeshiva over there, and then at a later point I was able to come to Eretz Yisrael, in no circumstances there would be no Isser. And one last point, in the Sefer Kafta Ruferach, in the fifth parak, he writes, he says, I heard when I was in Mitzrayim from Abshmuel, a grandson of the Rambam, 
that when the Rambam signed his name, during that time period when he was living in Mitzrayim, he wrote, HaKosev HaOver B'Choyim Shloishon Lavin. Signed by the person who's being over every day on three Lavin. In other words, the Rambam himself was pointing out that he was being over this Isser. And as the Kaftar Vaferik writes, that I told this grandson of the Rambam, that it must be that the Rambam was living there Ba'inis because he was the Reife of the Melech Mitzrayim, as the Radvaz writes. From here also we see that the Rambam did not hold of any of the Terutim that we mentioned, the Teres of the Ureim or the Teres of the Ritva. Rather, the Rambam himself held that he was actually being over these Yisurim, and Akarchah was Ba'inis, he had no choice. There's another interesting point related to Arsigya, which the Achreinim discuss in the Sefer Teres HaKanois, as well as in the Tshuva's Teres Chesed, in Erechayim Simen Lamites, he discusses this question by Arichos, and that is Rashi and Arsigya quoted the Tosefta, which said that since Sancheriv was Mavalbo the world, the Isser for a mystery to marry into Klai Yisrael does not apply anymore. Like the Gemara Brachas Chavches says, as far as in Amayni, if Yeshua told Yehuda Ger that once Sancheriv was Mavalbo the world, the Isser of Amayni does not apply anymore. Now the Gemara there continues with one more line, and the Gemara Brachas over there says, that once Sancheriv was Mavalbo the world, now an Amayni is Mutter, because called the Parish Meruba Parish. Once the Amayim or the Mitzrim were mixed into the rest of the Umay Sa'ilam, now if a guy comes in front of us, a guy that had Geirus and wants to marry a Yid, we could assume that he's from the Raiv, Raiv Goyim are not from these Umays which are Osir, that's the cloud called the Parish, Merubah Parish. And the question that these Achreinim ask is, that Rebbe Kiva himself, Rebbe Kiva that the Tesefta tells us that he told Menimin that he's Mutter, Rebbe Kiva holds like the Sheet of Remeir that Chayshin and Lemiyuta, a rave is not enough to pass in a Suffolk Isser. This is what Taisus and Chun Daftir Aleph from Medbeis tells us, based on Gemara Makas Davzayin. Taisus proves that Rabbi Kiva holds like the sheet of Rameir that Chayshin and If so, how could Rabbi Kiva over here say that Menimin was Mutter? And furthermore, according to these sheetes, Rabbi Kiva and Rameir that were Chayshish Lemiyuta, the din should be that all Goyim, all Umay Sa'ilam, should be ushered nowadays to marry into Klai Yisrael. Once these nations, Amun and Moyav and the, and the Mitzrim, we're mixed into the rest of the Amim, we should have to be chayshish that each and every guy is from one of these nations, and now which rave nations are not from these Amim which are Osir, that should not be enough according to these Shittahs, the Chayshina and Lemiyuta. And the Teres Chesed, he adds further that Rabbi Kiva and Rameir, they themselves were B'nai Gerim, what was their heter to marry into Klai Yisrael? According to their own Shittahs, the Chayshina and Lemiyuta, we should have to be chayshish that they're from one of these nations which are Osir to marry into Klai Yisrael. And the Sefer Teres HaKanois and the Teres Chesed as well, they want to bring a ray from here, like that which Taisus says in Yuvamastaf, Samachzayin Amad Beis, Dibar Maschal, and Chayshashin, Taisus of there is Mechadish, that even if you hold Chayshin and Lemiyuta, that's only by Aruba de Lesa Kamon, not by Aruba de Isil Kamon. Aruba de Lesa Kamon means a raiv, which the numbers are not in front of us, we don't have exact statistics, rather it's known to be a fact in the Metzius, like for example, raiv Hamas are not Shreifas, it's not that we have a certain, a specific number of trefos in front of us, and we're not sure if this animal is from those which are trefo, or this animal is from the other ones which are kosher. Rather, it's a question about the Matthias in the whole world. Rave animals in the world are not trefos. Here, Bukiva and Rameir, the whole chashin and lemiyuta, they would not be saimach on this rave. However, Rubat the Isa come on, where there's Isser and Heter in front of us, and the Heter is the rave, the Isser is the miyut. The Isser was nisbabel in the Heter, this is the Ruba de Isa Kamon. Taisa says that here everyone's maskim that we are not chayshish lemiyuto. We could go basa roiv. 
In this Shaila as well, we know that there were some Am who were Osir, and the rest of the Am who were Mutter, now they're Nisbal blue, they're mixed up. This is considered a question of Ruba de Isa Kaman, and according to Taisus here, everyone's masking that you do go Basaraiv, this would be a terrorist to the Kasha. However, these Achrayim both say that not everyone's masking to this, that by Ruba de Isa Kaman, even according to Armeir, we're not Chayshish Lamiyuta, and therefore they both give another terrorist based on the Shar Melech, and Perk des Tezvav Hilchasasur Bia Halacha Chof Aleph. The Shamelch of there is Mechadish that just like we know that the din is Minatayra, a Safik Mamzer is Mutter Lovay Bikahal. This is a Gemara in Kedushin, Daf Ayn Gimel Amaralf. The Gemara over there makes a Joshua from Psukim. The Gemara says that there are five times that the Torah uses the word Kahal when we're talking about nations which are Asr to marry into Kla Yisrael. And the Gemara says the five times are Chad Lekoyanim, Vechad Levim, Vechad Yisraelim. Three of the Psukim are to tell us that all of these Psuli Kahal. Like a Mamzer, a Mitzri, a Mani, a Mayavi, that they're also to marry into Kla Yisrael, they're also to Kahanim, to Levim, and to Yisraelim. And the last two times where the Torah uses the Lashon of Kahal, which are extra, one of them is to be Matar, a Mamzer, Bishtuki, meaning that it's Mutter for a Mamzer to marry someone who's a Suffolk Psuli Kahal, for example, a Suffolk Mamzer, even if one of them is a Vade Mamzer and one of them is a Suffolk, it's Mutter. And the final time is to be Matar, a Shtuki, be Yisrael. It's mutter for a Suffolk Mamzer to marry a Vada Yisrael. In other words, we learn from these Psukim that a Suffolk Mamzer could marry either a Vada Mamzer, and it's also mutter for a Suffolk Mamzer to marry a Vada Kosher. Now the Pashas of the Gemara over there, over there is that we're talking about only a Mamzer. However, the Sharmelch is Mechadish, that this same Jerusha from the extra words Kahal are not only for a Mamzer, rather they're for all Psulei Kahal. From here we know that Midairaisa, at least, We'll see Midarbon and the din is different, but Al-Kopanim, Deiraisa, it's mutter for all Psuli Kahal. If they're not Vade Pasol, they're only Safik Pasol, like a Safik Mitzri, a Safik Amini, or a Safik Mayavi, it's mutter for them in Deiraisa to marry into Kla Yisrael. If so, these Achrenim explain that that which the Gemara over there in Brachas tells us that once Sancheri was Mavalbo, the Amunim, right now it's mutter for Amuni to, to marry into Kla Yisrael, because called the Parish Meruba Parish, the Achrayim explained that that which the Gemara mentions called the Parish Meruba Parish, really that's not necessary Midei Reisa, because Minatayra, once it's a Suffolk, even if it would be an equal Suffolk, a 50-50 chance that they're an Amini, still then would be that it's Mutter, because Suffolk Psulei Kahal is Mutter to marry into Kla Yisrael. That which the Gemara has to add, these words that called the Parish Meruba Parish, is only Midei Rabbanan, because Midei Rabbanan, Rabbanan still said that a Suffolk Psulei Kahal is also to marry into Kla Yisrael, and therefore the Gemara had to add that it's not an even Suffolk, rather there's a Raiv, Raiv Goyim in the world are not from these nations, and called the Parish Meruba Parish. The whole reason we had to add the Raiv is because Midar it would have been Osir, Midar you wouldn't have to come on to the Raiv. And if so, these Achrenim explain that we can answer the Kasha, that which Rameyer and Rebekiva are Chashin and that's only by Dine Deiraisa, not by Dine Darabonon. They quote a Toysus in Chul and Beis, which says like this, and if so, since the whole question over here is not a suffix of Deiraisa, Minatari, you don't have to come on to a Raiv. Rather, even a suffix Hashokol, an even suffix, whether a person is an, is an Amini, or a Mayavi, or a Mitzri, that also will be mutter to marry into Kla Yisrael. The Raiv is only to come to answer why it's not Asr Midarabonon. And since your Meir and Rebekiva are maskim, that were not Chayshin and Lemiyuta by a suffix Darabonon, therefore in this case it will be mutter, even according to these Shittahs, for the Suffolk Amayni or the Suffolk Mitzri to marry into Kla Yisrael, that's why Rebekiva told Menimin that it's mutter for him, Lavai Bikahal. Now further down the Omer, the Gemara brings the Joshua from Rebchinna Bar Papa, 
says that anything that Moshe and David did, anything that they built, the enemies of Klaisol were not able to overtake. The Mishkan that Moshe built was Nignaz, it did not fall into the hands of the enemies of Klaisol. As well as that which David and Melch built, which Rashi explains, this is referring to the Ir David and Beisei Shal David. And that the Pasuk says, Tavu Ba'aretz Sha'arel, it sunk into the ground, but the enemies of Kal Yisrael were not shalit on them. And there's an interesting Arachayim HaKadosh in Parshas Dvarim, which quotes our Gemara. In Perk Aleph, Pasuk Lamed Zayin, on the Pasuk, Gam Bi Yisanef Hashem Beglalchem Limar Gam Ato, Loisavayisham, Moshe Benu seems to tell Kal Yisrael, that because of their chet, the chet of Meraglin, which he mentioned, that, that's the reason why Hashem punished Moshe and he was not able to come into Eretz Yisrael. Narachayim is bothered by this. Where do we find this earlier? The Pasuk never mentions this previously, that that's the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu was not able to come into Eretz Yisrael, that it has some connection to the chet of Meraglin. The Ramban is already bothered by this, and Narachayim says a in the Pasuk based on Ergemara. Ergemara says that anything that Moshe Rabbeinu built did not fall into the hands of the Gaim. And therefore the Archaim says, had Moshe Rabbeinu come into Eretz Yisrael and built the Beis HaMikdosh, then the Beis HaMikdosh would never have been destroyed. And therefore he explains that at the time of the Chet of Miraglim, we find the Medrash says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Kal Yisrael, that you were Beicha, Bechia, Shalchinam, you cried for no reason, therefore they were punished at that moment it was decided that the Beis HaMikdosh would eventually be destroyed, on Tishabav it was the same night, this was a result of the Chet of Miraglim. Now he also quotes another medrash, a well-known medrash that says on the pasuk Mizmer la'asof elikim bo goyim benachlasecha. Why does the pasuk say loshen of Mizmer la'asof? It should have said a loshen of kina, kina la'asof mi baylei. On this, the medrash answers: We use loshen of Mizmer, a song of praise. We're thanking a kadosh baruch hu shehishlich chamosay al itzim vavonim, and his anger was directed towards destroying itzim vavonim, a physical binyan as opposed to destroying all of Klai Yisrael, which would have been the other option. And therefore the Archaim says, based on this, we could understand that, that since based on our we see the hand Moshe Rabbeinu built the Beis HaMikdash, there would have been no option of the Beis HaMikdash being destroyed, and when eventually Klai Yisrael would sin, and they would deserve to be punished, the only option would be for Klai Yisrael themselves to be destroyed. And this was determined on the day of Tishabov when Klai Yisrael were Beicha, when they cried at the time of the Miraglim, Already at that moment it was decided that the Chatayim, which they eventually will do, those Chatayim will warrant either the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash or the destruction of all of Klai Yisrael. Therefore, Kadosh Baruch Hu decided at that moment that there's no way Moshe Rabbeinu could be allowed to go into Eretz Yisrael. Had he gone into Eretz Yisrael, the Archaim explained, he would have also built the Beis HaMikdash. And as Agamara says, had he built the Beis HaMikdash, the Sainim Chai Yisrael would not have been shalit on his Maiseyadayim. Therefore Hashem decided that he cannot possibly go into Eretz Yisrael. This is the Archaim's explanation in the Pasuk. He explains further that we do find a different reason why Moshe Rabbeinu did not go into Eretz Yisrael. Because of the Chet of Meimariva, he explains how this is not a stira. One could take a look over there. Now, there are a number of contemporary Sfarim which point out that if from a dike in the Lushan of Rashi, and Rashi says, Li yois nehenim mehem. That which the Gemara says, the Maiseyadayim of Moshe and David were not overtaken by the enemies, that means to say they didn't take them and have enough from them, use them for their own benefit. Rashi, in the end of the next Dibar Maschal as well, explains 
that the Sha'arim of the house of David sunk into the ground, so that the enemies will not take them and carry them away and use them for themselves. The Mashmais of Rashi is that had they been destroyed without the Sunim having any benefit from them, they will not contradict this Memrah, only had they taken them and used them for themselves, would it be considered that they were shaylit by him. If so, according to Rashi Lachar, we cannot say this plot of the Arachayimah Kodesh, even if Moshe Rabbeinu would have built the Beis HaMikdosh, the Beis HaMikdosh could have been destroyed, the only thing that would have been guaranteed was that the Goyim would not have had Hanof for themselves from the Maisei Dame of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Arachayim Lachar is learning the Gemara different than Rashi, rather even for the Beis HaMikdosh to have been destroyed would have also been guaranteed, that also would have been considered Shotu Seneim B'Maisei Him. Now continue on, at the bottom of the Omer, the Gemara brings a b'raitsa, Tan Rabbanon, Saita Nosna Hineo B'misha Inay Roi Lo, Maksha Biksha Lainitin Lo, Umasha Biyoda Natlua Mimeno, Shekha Noisen Inay V'masha Inay Shaloi, Masha Mavakash Inay Noisen Lo, Umasha Biyoda Inaitlin Heimeno. Someone who sets their eyes on something which is not appropriate for them, not only will they, will they fail to reach their desires, but even that which they have already will be taken away from them. Now in the Sefer Aris Amasech HaSaitu from Rabbi Yashiv, he makes an interesting point from this Gemara. And that is, he says, perhaps there's a right from this Gemara to a Shailah in the Sefer Teres Emes from the Baron Sasson. In the end of Simon Kuf Tzadik Vav, he has an interesting Shailah. And that is, we know the Klal is that a woman whose Mizan is also both to the Baal and to the Boil. And the Shailah is whether these two Yisurim are Toloi Zebizeh. For example, the Mishnah Lamelech in Hilcha Saita Perek Beis Alochi Yud Beis he discusses what is the din if someone is ma'anis a woman, the din is that Anusa does not become usher to her husband, and the shaila is, does she become usher to the boil? If after the husband dies or divorces her, can she now go and marry the boil? Do we say in this case, even though the woman did not become usher to her husband, but the boil did become usher to her, by that which she was ma'anis her? Or do we say that since the usher to the husband did not apply in this case, the two assume are totally zebezeh, the Loshan of the Mishnah in Chavzayin and Rebbeis is, Keshem she'asur lebal, kach asur leboyel, shenemar nitma vinitma, from the extra vinitma we learn that not only is she ushered to her husband if she's mezaneh, she's also ushered to the boyel. And the Mishnah is a little bit mashma that the Yisurim are toli zebezeh. Just like she becomes ushered to the Baal, she also becomes ushered to the boyel. In a case where she will not become ushered to the Baal, then she will also not become ushered to the boyel. The Mishnah Lemach has an arichus about this, he quotes the Gemara in Ksubah's daft test, which Kipshuta is mashma that this is true. In the case where she was in Anusa and she does not become usher to the Baal, she also does not become usher to the Baal. The Gemara of there is talking about the case of David and Bathsheba. The Gemara asks, why did Bathsheba not become usher to David if there were many Adam who knew that they were Nisyachid? And the Gemara says, because she was in Anusa, that's why she was mutter. And the child is, that's the reason why she should be mutter to her husband, she was in Anusa. Why was she mutter to David? David was not an Aynis. To him she should still be Aser. From here we see Lachar that the Turi Surim are Tali Once she's not Aser to the Baal, she also does not become Aser to the Baal. The Mishnah Melch says, Lamaisa, the Gemara does give a second answer over there. Kolayoyse lemachemes based David get Krisus Kosev the Ishtoy. Before they went out to fight wars, they used to give a get to their wives. And therefore Uriachit, he also gave a get to, to Bathsheba. And the Mishnah Melch says perhaps the second terrace of the Gemara argues on the first terrace, and according to the second terrace, even if it was done by Inis, that's the reason why she'll be, she'll be mutter to her husband, that's not a reason why she should be mutter to the boil. 
Well, he does bring a Tosis in Shabbos, Daf Nun Vav, which says clearly that this is true, that a woman who's in Anusa is mutter to the husband, and she's also mutter to the boil. The Maestro Mishnah has an Arichos over there, he comes out that this is Machoikis between the Bavli and the Yushalmi, even though according to the Bavli she'll be mutter to the boil, according to the Shalmi she'll be Yasser. But Akopanam in the Chuvas from Marasa Son, which we mentioned, the Mishnah himself over there brings this Chuva, he has a Shaila in a different case. He also was assuming that the Pashtas is, the Isser to the Baal is totally in the Isser to the Baal. And his Shaila was in a case where a woman was already Mizana with someone else, with a previous Baal. She's already Usser to the husband. And before the husband was Megarasher, another person comes along, a second Baal, and also was Mizana with her. He has a Tzad to say that maybe in this case, this Baal did not make her Usser to her husband. She was already Usser to the husband from the previous Baal. Maybe in this case the Torah does not answer her to the Baal. The cloud of Kashem Shasur Lebal, Kachasur Lebal will not apply only in the case where this actual Znus was answering her to her husband. If she had already been Asr before, this Znus will not answer her to the boil. This is his Sophic. And the Tain of Rebbe Yashiv is that from Ergamar would be Mashma a little bit that she should become Asr to the boil. Because the Gemara says that anyone who is nice and ain't of Masha in a royal law, Masha nitan law. That which she has seeked, she will not attain. In other words, she will not be able to continue living with this boil. And according to this, this suffix, there are certain cases where Masha that which she has seeks, she will attain. She will be muttered to this boil. If also in this case where she already been ushered to the boil, she will not become ushered to the boil. Then this cloud that the Gemara gives is not true in all cases. There are certain exceptions. Like upon him, the Esim Shaila of the Mishnah Lamelech and the Shaila of this Teresemis, the Marasason, these are fundamental Shailas which come up different places in Masech HaSaita. Now, let's mention another interesting kasha on this Gemara. In the Sefer Ian Yaakov, he points out, why don't we apply this rule to the Baal, just like we apply it to the Isha? By the Isha, we say, not only does she not attain her desires, she's not mutter to the Baal, she also loses that which she had, she now becomes usher to her husband. We should say on the Baal as well, that not only does he not get this woman, he's usher to her, he also should lose something which he had already. He should now become usher to his own wife. This is the cash of the Ian Yaakov. If one could take a look over there, he gives a few interesting tirutzim. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.